In the current labor market, the competition for talent is fierce. And when hiring is this hot, top talent doesn't stay on the market for long. It's important for organizations to offer competitive compensation and benefits, but it's often not enough. You also must be quick. So in this episode of HR Party of One, I'm going to focus on how to hire faster. By the end, you'll have some practical steps your organization can take to recruit more efficiently and more effectively. We'll discuss standardizing your hiring process, approaching recruiting as selling, and being proactive and timely. Let's get going. Standardize your hiring process. Let's start with the most basic and most important step your organization can take to streamline hiring. Make it a standardized process. Consistency is key, not only for recruiting efforts, but also for making the process more efficient. After all, if each hiring manager is doing their own thing, they could be wasting time scrutinizing resumes, preparing for interviews, or just figuring out what to do next. Also, how could HR know where to focus improvement efforts with so many variables in hiring approaches? To be clear, HR has a strategic role to play in the hiring process, maintaining consistency and training managers. But the hiring manager responsible for filling any particular position should be the person that position will be reporting to. I also want to acknowledge that in some organizations, the recruiter and the hiring manager are separate roles. The recruiter may be responsible for prospecting, screening, reviewing resumes and cover letters, and lining up candidates for interviews. The recruiter may then hand off candidates to hiring managers for interviews, reference checks, and the final hiring decision. This can make the hiring process more efficient by specializing roles. However, I recommend the same person be responsible for recruiting and hiring whenever possible, which is the case in many small to mid-sized businesses. This combination of roles can also be efficient by requiring less coordination between multiple people. More importantly though, this approach is more effective in the long run than the division of responsibilities because one person is wholly accountable for the outcome of the hiring decision. The desire to fill open positions quickly should never overshadow the importance of hiring the best person for the job. Otherwise, you'll just have to keep filling that position over and over again. Now that we've clarified that, let's look at the seven stages of hiring and discuss how your organization can speed up the process at each stage. One, identify, need, and update job description. Many hiring managers may drag their feet throughout the employee's two-week notice period, but you shouldn't wait until the position is vacated to start updating the job description. Use previous postings as templates rather than starting from scratch. Your organization should also have some copy to use for all positions, introducing the company and its values. You should also include a salary range or target compensation in the job description. Target comp is what you expect a reasonably good performer to earn in a given role, including bonus opportunities or other incentives. Disclosing compensation in the job description could be the most important thing you do to make the hiring process more efficient. So much time is wasted when both parties find out they're not on the same page when an offer is extended. If you're interested in learning more about job descriptions, target compensation, or pay transparency, check out our earlier episode of HR Party of One dedicated to these topics. I'll link to them in the description. Two, develop and implement recruitment plan. Next, you'll need a recruitment plan. In other words, how will you find candidates and how will they find you? At the very least, you should update your organization's careers page, let your professional network know you're hiring, and post to a major online job board like Indeed. Later on in this episode, I'll discuss how you can be more proactive in this early stage of recruitment. I also highly recommend using an applicant tracking system, or ATS, to manage the process more efficiently. Bernie Portal offers a free version of our ATS, which includes an Indeed integration for job postings and template library for job descriptions and applicant communication. I'll link to our free ATS in the description, 
along with the episode that covers the benefits of an ATS. Three, screen applicants. In the online application itself, you should use a few screening questions to quickly weed out candidates who don't meet your non-negotiable requirements. For example, if the position is in-person, a good screening question would be, do you live in the greater Nashville area? If not, would you be willing to relocate? I would warn you though, not to ask so many questions up front that qualified candidates weed themselves out too early. I would also recommend that you do not overthink resumes. Read them at least, but make a decision as soon as you finish each one. The time it takes to carefully consider every single resume will cost you a lot of time and qualified candidates. Know what you're looking for before you start looking. If you're interested in a candidate, it's likely that other employers are too. So reach out to them within 24 hours of receiving their application. Four, interview candidates. When you decide to reach out to a candidate, you should outline the interview process to set expectations. Give candidates what they'll need well before the face-to-face -face interview and set deadlines for any written responses, personality tests, and skill assessments you plan to use. If you're interested, we recently dedicated an episode to how to best use recruiting assessments. I'll link to it in the description. Best practice is actually to conduct at least two interviews, a phone screen followed by a face-to-face -face interview. The phone screen is an efficient and inexpensive way to learn more about a candidate with relatively low stakes. Even though it's another interview, phone screens can save you the time of a full interview with a poor candidate. For a deeper dive, check out our recent episode on interview formats, which I'll link to in the description. Five, check references. Once a promising candidate has made it through the interview process, you'll need to check their references and verify their employment. Do not skip this step for efficiency's sake. Red flags are just as valuable as green lights. A bad hire will cost your organization too much time and money. Be prepared to reach out by phone and then by email. No one method is best for all references, and you don't want a missed communication to slow things down unnecessarily. For more guidance, check out our Bernie Porter blog. I'll link to a helpful article in the description. Six, extend an offer. When you decide to extend an offer, call first. If they accept, follow up with an email that outlines the full details of the offer. To make this step more efficient, use a template for communication. I'll link to a helpful resource in the description. And finally, seven, onboarding a new hire. Although you've technically hired the candidate at this point, an effective onboarding process pays off in retention, saving you time in the long run. To make sure your onboarding process is both efficient and compliant, use a checklist. For more best practices to improve your onboarding process, check out an earlier episode of HR Party of One, which I'll link to in the description. Our focus in this episode is on how to hire more efficiently, but if you want to dive deeper into the seven stages of hiring, I highly recommend an episode dedicated to the process. I'll link to it in the description. In order to best standardize and streamline your hiring process, I also recommend HR take the initiative to train hiring managers and to create a manager manual, outlining the process and providing templates. In the description, I'll also link to a couple episodes focusing on those important topics. Now, let's look at how changing your attitude towards recruiting can help you hire faster. Approach recruiting as selling. Many hiring managers have never been in sales, but sales experience can be a great foundation for recruiting. To be clear though, salespersons still need training in how to become effective recruiters and hiring managers. Essentially, recruiting is selling. The mindset, experience, and process are transferable. In a competitive labor market, recruiters have to sell the position and the company to qualified candidates who likely have other options. 
The hiring process is comparable to a sales funnel, and like salespeople, recruiters need to understand all the stages and where prospects are along the way. By using scripts and templates for communication, recruiters can efficiently guide candidates through the process. Salespeople also understand that timing is critical, even after you've led a prospect most of the way through the process. And that's where I want to turn our attention now. Be proactive and timely. To hire faster, recruiters must be proactive and timely. Simply put, proactive recruiters stand out. The best candidates for an open position on your team may not be actively looking for a new job, but of course, they may still be open to a good one if the right opportunity comes along. That's why recruiters should prospect for passive candidates via social, professional, and personal networks. Being the first to reach out will definitely make you stand out. I'll link to an excellent resource on recruiting passive candidates in the description. Being proactive also means being timely. Just as much as you want to fill the position as soon as possible, qualified candidates are eager to get started in a new position. Waiting is losing out on talent. Reach out, respond, follow up, and fast. As always, remember that your role is as strategic as you make it.